Well, if you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. If you're able to stand, do so. If you're not, just keep your seat. It's all right. Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Brother Rusty Cater, would you lead us in prayer, please, brother? <clears throat> the wisest man in all the Old Testament wrote the book of Proverbs under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. His name is Solomon. What a man to read after, to follow. Well, I don't have to tell most of you, but I'm tell all of you, it's a season, once again, is upon us that students, teachers, principals, guidance counselors, custodians, bus drivers, and all the others, good news crowd will be returning to our local schools, colleges, universities, tech schools, and some, praise God, is going to work. We need to really pray for our students. Some will be going to new schools. Some will be meeting new people. They'll face tight schedules, new teachers, new friends, new influences, and a lot of peer pressure. I think back. I passed there this week on Highway 81 where Pierce Town School once stood. Some, I won't call them what they are, burned it. They burned it. A landmark. Four-room schoolhouse. First, second grade is one room. Third and fourth in one room. Fifth and sixth in one room. And a beaten room off to the left. I could take you right to the location. I've been in there many times. Miss Ossie May Tripp was our principal. She was a stern, stout woman. Now, I can't say that for her husband. He fought chickens. But she was a good lady. But she, she got real close to me many times. I deserved it. I remember one occasion that always frightened me. I don't know why it frightened me every year. White Plains was the next school over, White Plains community. They'd bring buses from over there, over to Pierstown, load us all up and take us back over to White Plains to get our shots. And I mean, them nurses, they act like aborigines. I mean, just gig it in there, just pow! You know, and I was scared to death. I mean, that was in the days when you went to you went, they give you the shots at school. Then on to Wren, then on to high school, Greenville Tech, and then back to Greenville Tech, Connecticut, Fruitland. I mean, it seems like it's been a never anything school. But we need to really pray for our students. A lot of things will be going on. They'll be, free, be faced with what's right and what is wrong. I've often said you can train up a child the way the Bible says train up a child the way he ought to go so when he's old he'll not depart from it. You can do that in your home and in your church and send them to the local school and they'll get with some hoogalum and it'll mess them up. You're going to tell your kid, hey, you don't have to do what they do. If you're going to do what they do, do you want to live with them? You know, that's the thing. What kind of advice does the Bible have for going back to school, whether you're going as a student or an adult or whatever? What advice does it have? 
There are all kinds of persons trying to give our students advice today. Advice. It seems they're always looking uh, for the right place to get the right kind of advice. I want the right kind of advice. If I go to someone and ask for advice, I want the right kind of advice. Television and through the mail or advertisements over and over and over wanting to give advice, investment advice. How about the psychic hotline? Are you interested? <laughs> Palm readers. I think sometime I'll just go in there just to see what they'd say. Stick out this hand. It's got scars all in it. I'd love to see what they say about them scars. If they're so smart, how'd I get them scars? I done forgot. Can you tell me? I think it's a bunch of junk. There are shows on television. You know, I don't watch a whole lot of television, but every once in a while I pass through. There's shows on television teach you how to garden, how to sew, how to cook, and a host of other things. And first thing you know, you find yourself ordering stuff right off the TV. I mean, hey, they'll take your card and send it right to your box. People are looking for advice. The greatest advice that we can find anywhere is in the Word of God. I mean, he gives us everything we need right there. And we should make it a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Because we're marching somewhere. We're going somewhere. We're headed to one or two places. That's heaven or hell. It don't matter. If you know Jesus as your Savior, you're on your way to heaven. If you don't, you're on your way to hell. That's it. That's the bottom line. There's no in-between. And the Bible is very plain and clear on this. Solomon was the man with the right advice. He was a wealthy man. He knew how to invest. He knew how to govern. And he knew how to run a business. Smart. God gave him that intelligence. And he worked for it. Think about the values uh, that might be in your life. Sad to say, most of the values in our country are all gone. Not too many values today based on the Bible. And that's where we come in. That's where we as preachers and teachers and, and deacons and, and Christians, that's where we come in of sharing what's right and what's wrong. It's like trust. Who can you trust? The least trusted people in America today are telemarketers and used car dealers. <laughs> and at the bottom of the barrel is politicians. I have never in all my life seen that many people running for one office. Have you? I've never. They're going to confuse things so, hey, well, sure, some of them are going to bottom out. They're going to bomb out. They're going to withdraw. But I want to go ahead and tell you right now, I can't tell you, I won't tell you who to vote for, okay? But you need to vote. Don't say there ain't nobody running. If whoever goes in, that's who you voted for if you don't vote. Hello? About the only thing we have left. Well, who do you trust? You know what the, who the most trusted people in America are today? You got any idea? <laughs> Pastors and pharmacists. And let me tell you right quick, sometimes you can't trust them. Serious. Half churches say, you got, you got any pastor friends you recommend? Hey, I recommended one, two in my entire life. And they have panned out to be exactly what I told the people they would be. They're still at the place where I recommended them. And they're still preaching and teaching and, and leading a church uh, to the glory of God. But we'll go sour on you. Well, who can you trust? The employees don't even trust the employers. A lot of customers, they don't trust businesses. And nobody trusts the government anymore. 
But yet we send the money every week. We send the money, don't we? What would, we, what would happen if every tax-paying person just stopped? Let's see what they'll do. Let's just stop. Now, I know what the Bible says. Render Caesar that which Caesar to God, which is God's. But people are paying Caesar today and ain't giving God a dime. Who are we going to stand before when we get there? You think Caesar's going to be there for me to approach him? Uh-uh. He'll be there, but he won't be there for me to go before him. I will go before an almighty God. The writer of Proverbs gives us advice. Don't you listen to this little short statement. Where we can find trust 100% of the time for 100% of the needs in your and my life can be found and is found in Proverbs 3, 5, 6, and 7. If you don't get anything else this morning, you ought to read that and reread it and put it to memory. I mean, it's very plain and simple. So back to school. What do we do? Well, we need to think about our values, okay? Now, this sermon's not that long, so if you pay attention, you can get it. If you don't want it, it's okay. It's my, my, my uh, uh, thing is to give it to you, okay? That's my responsibility is to give it to you. My mother's responsibility was to put the food on the table. If I didn't go eat, whose fault was it? It wasn't hers. It's mine. Values. Let's think about mentally. Stay mentally clean. Okay? I took it to the car. I should have brought it in the pulpit with me. My little flip phone. I love my flip phone. Oh, hey, I know I won't name all the stuff because I'm unfamiliar with the stuff. Smartphones, iPhones, iPads, and I don't know what all else. But what I understand, you can take those gadgets and pull up anything you want to look at and to read. And people today are filling their minds and their hearts with the junk that's on there. And not all of us junk now, don't misunderstand. Not all of us junk. But I ask you a question, parents, if you're if you are if you're furnishing these gadgets for your children, it is your right and your responsibility to see what they are looking at and what they are reading. The mental part of our children if they're under your supervision, you are responsible for what goes on. You know, I pray, I pray for the Hammond family in Seneca. I pray for the Seneca Police Department. That's a mess. I mean, going on your first date with a drug head? Mentally, mentally clean. What are we looking at? What are we reading? You say, well, it just popped up. Well, if it just popped up, pop it off. I mean, my goodness, mentally is important. Secondly, there's uh, the, the, another value is, is stay physically clean. Physically clean. Okay, first of all, we can talk about a bath, okay? There's soap galore, all kinds of soap. I mean, oh, uh, does, does he need some? There are all kinds of soap. That you can go to the market and buy. I mean, some of them will give you the itch. Some of you give you a good smell. But it's all kind of soap. We have no reason to stink, do we? I see some teenagers sometimes take a t-shirt and do this. 
Whoos, they need a bath. Physically clean. As you go back to school, kids, you're going to be approached about having sex. Let's mark it down. What choice do you have? You have two choices, yes or no. Hopefully your parents have taught you to say no until you're married. No until you're married. Say it with me, folk. No until you're married. That's important. Who wants a used vehicle that's been lied about? Hello? Business meeting coming. You can vote me out. It's okay. I got nowhere to go. But it bothers me. It bothers me when, I, when our teenagers get in trouble. Sexually trouble. There's no reason for that. Stay clean sexually. Also stay pure on the drug side. Oh, hey, there's all manner of stuff out there. You can get it. Hey. Bless your heart, Mike. Hey, that just news reporter, that woman carried Bible in the, the jail and had drugs in the Bible. My soul. I mean, where does it stop? But sad to say, you listen. Here again, we can train our youngins up right. <clears throat> you agree? We can train them up right. But they go to school. I won't tell you, kids, you can do this or you can not do this. I wouldn't accept a piece of chewing gum or a piece of candy or a drink from anybody. I don't care how well you know that person. This knucklehead over here may have gave that person a piece of candy and they decided, oh, we got plenty. Here, you have this piece and you end up with the bad stuff. You don't have to accept. Take your own candy to school. Take your own gum to school, whatever. The rule is you got to obey that whether you can use it or not use it. I don't know. But I know this, you must, you've got to be careful what you accept from people. You say, I didn't do that. Well, you, hey, when you get behind bars, that's, that's the thing to say. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. You know, a lot of times when they have so much trouble, I, I say, in the, in the jail, I didn't do that. It's because it happened at home. I didn't do that. Okay, it's okay, baby, it's okay. Word of honey and I. Lying is just as bad. Mentally, physically. How about spiritually? Clean, spiritually. Praying every day. Reading God's holy word every day. I don't know what the rule is. We must go by the rule. But I do know and I understand this, that students can read the Bible, can pray, can witness. And I'll go ahead and say this again. School's first to start. Don't break no rule and call me, okay? If you're following orders, if you're following the rule, and you get told you can't read your Bible, you call me. Tell me where you are. Mike may be the next one in there. I mean, there's no sense in it. Listen, y'all, we got to stand our ground, y'all. As Christians, we must stand our ground. We've got to stand up for what God says. Trust in the Lord with all thine hearts, what he said. Well, how about socially clean? I just simply said this, mind who you hang out with. Mind who you hang out with. You say, well, I'm trying to witness that for Take somebody with you. 
take somebody with you. If your, you, you, your idea is to witness to this person because they're lost, take somebody with you. A witness. Don't be caught out there all by yourself without a life jacket because you can drown. Socially, clean, mind who you hang out with. And I didn't do this either here. Study hard. Don't waste your time and end up going to summer school next summer. Waste your time and end up in summer school. It's useless. Then there's respect for those in authority. I don't heard this already. I don't like that teacher. You know, right off, I can't think of not one, even the one that tore my hind end up. I don't remember not liking her. They're there for you. And we need to trust them until otherwise. Respect, because they're in authority. All adults. You know what I think about? I think about those who will go to school this year who are less fortunate than others. Now I want you to listen, okay? Not everybody's blessed. Some, some kids will be at school this year. They're the only child. So they have the best shoes, uh, the best pants, or the best dress, uh, the best book bag, the best ink pen, the best cell phone, on and on and on and on. And they trying to buddy with somebody who has three or four siblings in, in their family where they can't afford the best. You should not throw stuff at them. You could be born in that situation that they are they find themselves in. Respect goes a long way. That's respect not only for our adults, but respect for one another in school. You know, you know another group of people that I think about? I think about those parents who drive their kids to school and go and pick them up. Well, it's the way they do it today. I mean, you know, not a lot of people riding the buses, but we got buses running over everybody. <laughs> backtracking roads. Lynn and I both drove a school bus, and hey, there wasn't no backtracking. There wasn't no bus behind me or in front of me. When we left out of the school, hey, we flew in all kind of different directions. Yeah, I know we got a lot of students now. I know that. I realize that. We got a lot, a lot of car riders. And we need to respect them also. Respect them also. Well, somebody has got to be responsible, you know, to pick up these kids. Bus drivers. I drove a school bus. Lynn drove a school bus. Hey, it's different now. I know it's different now. Different one thing in pay. I made $35 a month. $35 a month. Had a $32 a month motorcycle payment. I did. That's the truth. And worked at a grocery store and a gas station. Picked up bottles, cut grass, mowed, done everything, anything I could do to get money. I wasn't high maintenance either. Neither was Lynn, so don't get the wrong idea. Okay, we're driving, all right? 
We're on our way to school. We're in a hurry. We're running late. Couldn't get the kids ready in time. We're on our way. Here comes a big yellow bus. It pulls right out in front of you. Beep, beep. If I could just go around that nut. Who's driving that bus, you know? Where is our respect? You know, God, the devil really tried me the other day. I pulled in Walmart to get gas, okay? In the little PT. Well, the gas thing on the PT is on the right side. So I want to get where I can not have to stretch the hose around. So I pulled up to where I could get right in this next slot. The lady finished filling up. As she pulled out this car, went flying around through there and whooped right up in there. I said, well, I can't get that spot. So I backed up to move over. And here come another shot in. I backed up, went around on the other side. The same thing happened. I thought... Lord, am I supposed to get gas here or somewhere else? Now, I could have been ugly. Hey, I could have been blowing my horn and trying to whoop up in there and snatch up the pump. That wouldn't have been a sight. I'd have probably been arrested. Your pastor would have been in the paper. And where would you be today? Respect. Respect. Everybody needs respect. Everybody. Agree? We need to respect them. It makes no difference if they're jack leg. They respect the jack leg. Hey, disrespect them. They'll get over it. I wanted to go fishing this week, so I stopped at a little place. I won't tell you where I stopped. Some of you know where I stopped. I stopped to get some worms. I walked in, and I asked the gentleman, <clears throat> I said, you have any worms? Yep, over in the refrigerator. I walk over to the refrigerator, opened up, we got a blue top and red top, and I'm thinking, wondering which one's which. I look up there, two ninety five. Well, I walk back over to the cash register, Laid it down. I said, are all your worms the same? Yep. I said, uh, I said well, how much are these? And it was $3 and a quarter or something. And I'm thinking, two ninety five, three dollars and a quarter. I said, your sign says $2.95. I have to have tax. If you want them, I'll sell them to you. If you don't, I won't. Really? Really? I said, you're going to charge tax on the worms. Okay, yes, sir, I'll pay you. Here's the money. In my mind, I'm thinking, boy, you need to tell him something. You know what I told him? Sir, thank you. I hope you have a good day. Get out of there before the devil comes in. <laughs> really? <laughs> you want them, I'll sell them to you. If you don't, I won't. So, well, I was wanting to buy your store, but I don't want it either. <laughs> <laughs> Values are important, y'all. Latch on to them. Hold on to them. How about truth? Real simple here. Run with the right crowd. Christians. Real Christians. Run with the right crowd. And if that, <clears throat> if the, the devil or the Lord leads you to witness somebody, get you a Christian buddy, eat lunch with them, talk to them, where you go to church. Hey, we'd love to have you in our church. Witness to them. You guys have the perfect opportunity to win your classmates. Run with the right crowd. Run with those who tell the truth. And run with those who are not afraid of the truth. The Bible says truth will set you free. So run with that crowd. <clears throat> Let me give you a last one right quick. A trust. Values and truth and trust. Again, the question, who can you trust? According to this scripture right here, as plain as it can be, 
Look at it. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. In other words, find others who share this value and, and trust in the Lord. If possible, hey, join the FCA. Get in there with others where you know the band is meeting, where you know that Christians meet. Don't be a loner. Don't stand off by yourself. Listen, the devil likes for you to get off by yourself so he can attack you. Jesus was all alone, tired and hungry, and the devil attacked him three times. Don't be caught by yourself. Go with somebody. Run with somebody. Trust in the Lord, he says. How do we trust in the, in the Lord? Well, here's what he says. Look, look at the scripture. How do we trust in the Lord? With all our heart, our total being. Here again, follow the rules. Follow the rules. Don't get caught off guard. Don't get caught off sides. Stand true to what the Bible teaches you. In what way do we do this? Well, first of all, let's look at the way we don't do it or shouldn't do it. We shouldn't lean on our own understanding. According to the Bible, lean not on your own understanding. Listen, there is so much we can't understand, y'all. We don't understand. That's why we need to lean on the Lord. So how do we do it? He says, in all our ways. Don't be ashamed of others knowing where you stand with the Lord. And God, the Bible says, look what it says there. Verse 6, the last part. He shall direct your paths. I want to know I'm on the right path. I want to know I'm going in the right direction. Look at verse 7. Be not wise in your own eyes. Things aren't always the way they look. Be not wise in your own eyes. Look what he says next. Fear the Lord. You know, that's one of the problems we have today. We don't fear God. We don't believe God means what he says. We don't believe God means that the wrath of God is coming. We don't believe that Jesus is coming. We don't believe that he means what he says. We don't believe when he said hell is hot, that fire. We don't believe that. If we did, we'd be doing more. We would be doing more for the Lord. It says, plain and simple, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. And then look what it says. Depart from evil. Get away from it. As Joseph ran, he was accused, but God knew he wasn't guilty. See, you may be accused, I may be accused, but God knows if we're guilty or not. Now listen, to all teachers and all personnel, you've got a big responsibility ahead of you this year. You're going to have transplants coming in here probably from every which way. Some you've never seen before, you have no idea how, where they came from or how they were raised and what they're there for. But you're going to be in charge of handling the lives of our children and our grandchildren. Great responsibility. I hope you'll have the best year ever, school children and all you adults. I hope it'll be a great year. Let's do our part. Make sure our values are right. Make sure we respect those who are in authority. Authority. And I'll say this, parents, you need to know what your young'uns are looking at. You need to know what they're wearing. I 
I beg you to trust in the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege to share your word this morning. Father, I pray for our students. Lord, I don't want any of them in trouble. I want them to excel. I want them to do well. I want them to learn. I pray for all adults, parents, teachers, guidance, counselors, uh, custodians, bus drivers, car drivers, our good news leaders. Lord, thank you that the schools are open to your word. God, help us to continue to walk through that door with the good news of Jesus. And we'll thank you and praise you for all that you do for us. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.